Hello friends, John here. Uh, before we get into this week's gooey goodness, uh, I just wanted to take a minute and give a couple shout outs to some friends of ours. Uh, first to the wonderful artists that created the Doors of the North logo. They are good friends, fellow gamers, generally awesome people. Ryan and Rachel, uh, they create some really amazing artwork. Uh, their links to their Instagram accounts are in our episode descriptions. Please go check them out. Throw your money at them. Secondly, I'd like to give a shout-out to our buddy Scar, who live-streams some fantastic RPG content on Friday nights. Uh, he has been super supportive and badass. Please check him out. You might even see one of us playing in one of his games over at twitch.tv scar. That's S-C-A-A-R-R. And lastly, but certainly not leastly, I'd like to give a shout-out to you. Yeah, you, cherished listener. I want to thank all of you that have been listening, giving feedback, calling us names, or just generally being awesome. Uh, it makes us so happy to know that people are listening to our favorite nonsense and actually enjoying it. Um... To be honest, as long as you're listening, I guess you don't have to enjoy it. But either way, I encourage you all to stick around because this story is only getting better. And we're only getting more ridiculous. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, flop on over and give us a review. Maybe leave a comment on one of our social media pages telling us how much we messed up the rules or how stupid my face sounds. Uh, I, I can't stress enough how much these comments and reviews help us be seen and get bigger. You can find links to all of our socials at doorthenorth.com. Well, I'm not going to keep you ravenous little beasties waiting any longer. Uh, without further ado, please enjoy Wake of Whispers, episode 13, Pillow Talk. Huh? Yeah, I can't can't land. I I liked what you were saying earlier about uh like Maximilian or Max. That's a great cat name. It's a boy, right? Oh, yeah, that's classic. Classic boy cat. Yeah, it's a great it's a great name. Yeah. Oh, boy cat that name. Nah. Uh, or you could go Maximus like a gladiator. Yeah, right, he could just, do that. He's so sweet. You're playing too much 40k. Like yeah. it's really yes. it's hard to want to do like a cool name because he's so sweet, but I also want a cool name. I don't know. I'm torn. I mean, he won't be sweet in like a year when he's like ripping up all your shit. That's not true. If he were going to rip up shit, he'd be doing it now. No, that's... Have you had a cat before? I've grown up with cats, yeah. Oh man, my cats were the worst in between like uh, maybe one and two years old. I always... I They seemed so much more... Dis- to me, they've always seemed so much more destructive when they're kittens. Like tiny kittens. See, I got more destructive the larger I got. (laughs) 
I mean, maybe not just maybe destructive is the wrong word, but I, I was thinking more like, um, I don't know, just their personalities change in between like one and two. And like, I would always catch them just like sprinting through the house at night as fast as they could go. And I would hear them in the house and it'd be like, and then they would jump on my bed at like three in the fucking morning. Yeah. So I what I would do is I would hear him coming, and eventually I got tired of it. And so I, I grabbed, like, the two corners of the blanket with my feet and the two other corners of, with my hands. And I heard one of them coming one night, like, blah, 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 blah. And right when it jumped, I sprung the bed sheet out like a fucking trampoline and just <laughs> shot her into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and she never did that ever again. It was, it was great. Sometimes you gotta learn the hard way. Well, I mean, I was really tired of getting woken up five times a night, but I could I could just hear him coming. That was the worst part. <laughs> Drums in the night. Someone taught Surat that Drums lesson, and he passed that lesson off. <laughs> Don't jump on me in the middle of the night. That sounds fair. Yeah. yeah. Don't hop on pop. I think we all learned that at a pretty young age. Yeah. Don't hop on pop. Thanks, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't hop on pop. Red cat, dead cat, black cat, sack cat. Don't hop on pop. <laughs> yep. Um. No segue there. Yep. That's your segue. <laughs> but do you remember where we left off last week? Don't all speak of it once. Voraciously studying. Asidriel <laughs> was voraciously studying uh, with Kendra and her father's spell book. Oh yeah, you guys were getting hot and heavy there for a second. Spicy even. It's it's the loudest studying you've ever heard, probably. <laughs> Pages flying everywhere. And um you know why not why not just get this out of the way? Um I'm gonna hand out a couple things. Um, one, I'm gonna hand out a Harrow card to Sidriel for going along with me making him have sex with an NPC. Oh my god. Wait, wait, did they actually. Is that. I don't know if you can I play mean, his character know. like it's, that. It's Harrow card what are dependent, you, Wes. It's Harrow card dependent. Do you want the card? <laughs> How bad do you, you want, want the card? Do you want the card? If you want the card, it means that canonically you boned. See, I just find that weird because Sidriel is far too awkward to have been able to like close that that quickly. He sacrifices the card for role playing. Now, now she she was like seeing her dad and you and stuff. Uh, that, I mean, that, that goes a little far. He he wouldn't know what to do with that. Uh, so yeah, from a character perspective, I have to pass on the card. Then. They did not bang a ring. Cool, 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 cool. Would he go along if she were coming on strong? I mean, if she's grieving and she needs just, you know, a little bit of warmth. And she's, like, pushy about it. He would find a way to awkward the situation enough to where that would stop. Not intentionally. He just absolutely would awkward his way into that not happening. <laughs> Are you cool with that canonically being what happened? That that she did uh, make the moves on you, but you were awkward and, and pushed it off? I mean, what you really gotta Not ask that he yourself... Not push it off, that he just would be so awkward that it would just 
absolutely even just just absolutely kill the mood. And just, okay, you know what? Never okay. mind, Cedril. I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. I'm gonna go ahead and say turning down that card uh, means that you can make that happen, <laughs> or however you want that scenario to go. I only brought that up because I also wanted to give a, a, a hero card to Ozel Broadtusk uh, for his uh, cool roleplay last week uh, with Father Grimbro uh, talking yeah, he, about his, his past. He turns that down also. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you can all go fuck yourselves then. <laughs> well, so I was only turning down the hero card because I didn't want to say that I... I assume we still get our hero cards, right? Oh, no. No, you turned it down, and so did I, buddy. Nope. No more cards. I turned it down because there was the, the... It was put forward as, if you accept this card, Sidriel will totally bang Kendra, and that just doesn't make sense for Sidriel. I was just throwing that out there. Because I wanted to give Ozil one, but he, he, he turned his down, too, so... Never mind. That's cool. Um, you totally won't need these. I'm very confused about this hero card situation. Well, they're like, they're just like, like hero points that I can hand out and you draw a card. Um, for good role playing or, or, or awesome solving of a puzzle. Yeah, so I'm taking mine. Because we role played, just because I didn't bank candidate, I mean, I'm not taking it. I took it, I got two. (laughs) That was the offer that I gave. Oh, I I jokingly said I turned it down because somebody was like, if you take it, you bank Kendra. No, okay, you're... I mean, that was where I was going with it. But uh, since you... You're right, you're right. You did have a... It was a good roleplay. Regardless of if you bang Kendra or not. I'll give you one. Uh, but Ozil doesn't get one anymore. Well, that's okay, actually. And also, you never get cleric powers. I didn't expect to anyway. Is that different than what's going on right now? <laughs> I'd like to point out that Ozil chose not to have cleric powers at the beginning of the game for story reasons, and um, I think that's great, and I think that deserves a hero card, honestly. <laughs> I just want to say I am no better off or worse off if I decline all of those. Nope, yep, yeah, okay, so you decline that one too. <laughs> you guys will totally have a cleric soon, I promise. But it... But it won't be Father Ozel. <laughs> In that sense, um, you guys ended up back at the Lorimer Estate in the evening. You came back in the afternoon and rested, I think, right? Yes. <clears throat> it was a rainy, stormy, dark afternoon. And you came back and rested while Father Ozel... Uh, Ozil Broadtusk, sorry. He went to the wrestlings to try and plead with Father Grimborough to sort of reinstate his powers or redeem him. Father Grimborough, unfortunately, was not able to do so, though. And um, he returned to Lorma State, where I think you all were about to wake up. It's, um... I'll say it's probably about like eight or nine o'clock in the evening right now. Also, uh, you just got back in it. You just got back into the Lorimer Estate. Uh, it's still raining outside. You come in drenched, covered in streamers. 
from hanging up Halloween yeah. decorations. Oh yeah. Cobwebs, <laughs> streamers. You've got a a bobbed apple like stuck to your heel. A bunch of spaghetti all over my chest. <laughs> Sidriel, uh, you were studying the spellbook, cracking the code with Kendra. I guess, what does everybody do when they wake up in the night? Um, I'm going to say you all kind of wake up at the same time at the sound of Ozil opening and shutting the door in the storm. I'll say that Stormak comes down or comes out from wherever he's sleeping and uh, puts on a robe and he's got some bandages on. <clears throat> he's always wearing a robe, but the hell, he's a monk. But anyways, he comes down to the kitchen and, and if he sees anybody on his way, he'll like rub his belly and and uh, point towards the kitchen and make his way there and start making some food. Hold on, if you see anybody <laughs> on your way there, you're going to rub their belly. <laughs> My own belly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, hey, how you doing there? Belly rub? You cool? Point to the kitchen. You Ken- meet you there. Kendra comes out of her room with a candle. Oh, stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for somebody. Some, that's some uh, cool uncle vibes. Did you crack the code <laughs> with Sidriel? No, unfortunately, he got wet feet. It's a rainy day. I'm gonna go make some food. Did I get the hell out of there? <laughs> <laughs> I spend a key point to move extra fast for one round. <laughs> so he, he comes down and he goes down to make some food. Um, how about... Flora and Daisy. How do you wake up in the middle of the night? So it's the, it's the middle of the night? I think it's like 8 it's o'clock. It's 8, nine, 9 o'clock. Late dinner time. She's going to snort in a very unladylike manner, roll over, and go back to sleep. Yeah. Daisy follows suit. She is comfortable. Maybe, maybe when Sidril gets up... <laughs> Kendra is getting up at the same time, has her candle, and they like have like an awkward meet in the in the hallway. Oh, we have a meet cute. <laughs> and uh, it's a little awkward, maybe, because I think she put the moves on you, um, but it kind of ended flat, and she, no hard feelings. But she's feeling a little awkward, and she kind of like uh, moves her gaze away from you and like hurries down the stairs. I'm not even sure the city would pick up on the awkwardness of the situation. Just, oh, oh, okay. Bye, Kendra. See you in the morning. Right, completely oblivious. On account of his Asperger's. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. <laughs> so, Stormak runs down to the kitchen, and maybe Sidril and, and Kendra are coming down the stairs at the same time, her a little bit behind, while Ozil come bust through the door drenched from the rain. Kendra's like, oh, my heavens, Ozil. I don't know if bust is the right word, but, uh... How, how do you open the door? Stealthily? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, but in between bust and normally, sure. Okay. Honest, if there's a scale there. You're respectful about it. Sure, but it is stormy. It's windy. Right, uh, but you open the door as she's coming down, and and, and she's like, oh my heavens, uh, Ozil, uh, please come in and get dried off, uh, there's a fire going in, in, in the study. I was picturing the hateful eight, like the door slams open and rain comes flying five feet into the 
room and Ozil has to turn around and force the door shut, you know? Yeah, Surratt hates fun, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Hating fun. <laughs> yeah, if, if you allow her, uh, she br- she'll bring you into the study um, where the fire's going, and um, it's kind of doubles as the, like the dining room kitchen area. Yes, if you if you would allow me, uh, Kendra, I would uh, uh, let me go change into something that is less covered in tinsel. He'll he'll <laughs> run and do that. <laughs> yes, of course. You're so festive. I love it. Uh, well, it is the day of bones tomorrow, or the next the day the day after tomorrow, and uh, I was helping Father Grimbro prepare. It's going to be a hell of a party. I uh, I do have to say. Yes, I hope so. Um, well, God's willing that uh, these calamities that have been going on recently don't continue. Seems to have been quiet for the last night or so. But yes, go get yourself cleaned up. Uh, no worries. Um, the fire will be here. Um, I will store Max making up some food. Fantastic. Uh, I'll be right back. He'll probably come back with some clothing with mm-hmm. just half as much tinsel on it. <laughs> just half as much? Is that what it is? Just slightly, le- just slightly less tinsel. It's like one of those jackets, like the uh, the rodeo jackets that has like all the, the frayed leather the like tassels. coming off the bottom. <laughs> fringe. <laughs> oh, fringe. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> I should know that. As Ozil is upstairs getting changed, we'll say towards the end of him getting changed, Flora is upstairs, went back to bed sleeping. And um, there's a knock at the door. Whose door? The the front door. Oh. Of the house. <laughs> Whose door? <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair question. <laughs> Sidril and Stormak are in the room with Kendra. She says, Oh, I wasn't expecting anybody. Uh, it, perhaps it's a chef. And and she heads out of the study towards the down the hall towards the front door. All alone. A second later, you hear ah! a terrible scream. Oh no! Um, where where's Old River? Uh, get up and run toward the screen. Savor, savor, Old River. Is sitting next to the fire next to uh, you All guys. Right. <laughs> well, I'm as far from the action as I can be, and I'm the slowest. The party, so. Um, well, why don't we roll for initiative in that case? <laughs> um, sure. I mean, I'm unconscious. How close was I'm this? I'm going to say that I'm going to say that it woke you up, Flora. And I will say that Ozil and uh, Flora are two rounds away from being downstairs. Well, it's a good thing I rolled a fucking natural 20. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> 25. 
Right behind you with a natural 19. 20% real. Uh, 13. So you all hear this scream. At the top of the round, we have uh, Ozel, who is upstairs. Just finished getting changed into what I can only assume are fuzzy pajamas. Uh, yes, he has a special set of woolen footy pajamas. And so he grabs uh, grabs a dagger, because, I mean, it's weird, and he starts heading downstairs. Alright. Stormak, you hear the scream loud and clear from the study. I will run. Um, I... 30 feet gets me out of the kitchen. Another... Let's see. If I'm running, my speed's 20, so I got 80 feet of movement. 50 gets me into the hallway. Uh, 80 gets me to the front carpet. Uh, 10 feet from the front door. Alright. And I've got an apron on and uh, a, a kitchen knife and a... a piece of bread by other hand nice that piece of bread is an improvised weapon I hope you understand that it's probably stale enough to hurt <laughs> uh, what do I it's see it's an improvised club <laughs> what do I see making it there you run down the hall and you get you come up to Kendra and you come up right behind her and you see the door hanging wide open the rain pouring outside and you see a dark figure standing in the doorway, uh, lurching forward. Oh, I'm calling it right now. It's your dad. Dad's body. Zombie. Calling it. No, no. And as he lurches forward into the candlelight of the house, his figure's wearing a recognizable garb. (laughs) Oh, shit. And uh, you would recognize the crest on this robe anywhere. This is Professor Lorimer's body. Wait, what? But it is walking through the door, lurching, reaching toward Kendra. Meg that called it. Up. She deserves a harrow card. No, I think maybe she you should did. edit that you... out. <laughs> no, I think you'd get a harrow card for that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, that's that's the kind of thing we give cards for that and not getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only two things. Uh, calling my shit before it happens and and turning down my extremely awkward sexual advances. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it's it's specifically like not getting laid from John. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No. Gotcha. Yeah. Not yeah, even my have, characters. So Johnny, I should have a fucking deck of those. <laughs> we things. should. We all How should. How long? How long have you been trying to sleep with Wes? You guys have known each other for a long time. I mean, trying is a hard word. About twenty years at this point. <laughs> um. Anyways, where were we? What was going on? <laughs> oh yeah, it's my turn. <gasps> The zombie is going to shuffle forward and attack Kendra. Uh, 
like how? I mean, this is... <gasps> Holy shit. That's a natural 12. <laughs> I didn't... That's not good. I didn't want this. Not like this. <laughs> not like this. Oh, it's a natural 18 confirmed. Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. Well, she almost died. <laughs> you rolled a one and a two on damage. Um, that's I was, good. I was going to say if she died, she uh, she almost died happy. Except, she just no. kind of... She died frustrated. No, she just, yeah, she died frustrated this, and awkward, awkwardly frustrated. This corpse shambles forward and just slams with all his weight down into Kendra. And she's like, Father, no, what? And um, then it's Sidriel's turn. Uh, so I suppose Sidriel comes running around that corner. I guess he would have been pulling his bow out on the way here in the noise from the other room. He just had his bow in his pocket. I assume it would carry in his pocket, but oh, fair enough. We're sitting down for dinner. Yeah, you're right. When that bottom, um, he's gonna run up behind Kendra. Who who expects to get attacked at dinner? Kind of trying to like pull her to safety. Okay. Can you get there and have a standard action? No, that that's all I can do with my move for now. That's just like it narratively what he's doing. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you get up and grab Kendra, and she's in just in shock right now. Um, it's obvious to her what that her uh, father has risen from the grave and is attacking her. Flora, you just woke up from a scream. Uh, yeah, she's like uh, baffled and confused and was deeply asleep, so she just kind of like grabs whatever's around her and starts starts stumbling down towards the stairs and she hasn't realized yet that she just grabbed like a pillow a, a what? <laughs> like just a pillow and like um, is that I'm like sorry. a <laughs> is that is that like time? a pillow? yeah like a like a pillow I'm sorry what, what am I saying? <laughs> Are you guys mocking me? <laughs> I, I just don't understand. No, your, no, no. I just don't your... know what a pillow is. All right. How many of you people are native Californians, and which ones do I need to make fun of? Uh, do you do you pronounce all your eyes as E's? No. <laughs> oh. Okay. Just checking. How do you say the word bagel? Pillow. A pillow. <laughs> no. It's a pillow. <laughs> What are those little capsules of medicine come in? A pillow? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. A pillow? That's how it's spelled. A pillow? Have you ever tried hooked on phonics? It's closer. Whatever. I got shit for saying milk forever. Milk? Oh my god, it's the worst. Milk. Milk. Wait, milk? Milk. He says milk like you said hello. Milk. Yeah, exactly. it's milk. the same thing. Milk. It's the same thing. It's the same milk. milk. Yeah, crossover. Milk. Yeah, pillow. Milk. 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 Pillow. Okay. It's milk. Vitamin K. I prefer milk in my milk shakes. Vitamin R. Milk. Milk. Milk to milk. 
right. Okay. That, that's anyways. all coming out of there. <laughs> we'll catch that in post. Meg, you could have just grabbed your lance, but instead... Yeah, hold on. No, okay. Instead... Oh, no. You grabbed your pallo. <laughs> no. Allow me to, to say it again. She was confused and asleep, and she woke up and just grabbed the first thing she could find, and she hasn't realized yet that it was the cushion that she was sleeping on. Okay, okay. It was, it was just the pal- pallo. The cushion. Cushion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, the couch pallo. <laughs> uh, all right. So, that's your turn now. Kendra stumbles back after being scraped down the face and shoulder area by this undead version of her father. And she stumbles back and falls on onto the ground uh, against the wall. <gasps> oh my god! Father, no! Why? Why you? And it is Ozil's turn. Um, you're able to make it down to the bottom of the stairs. Uh, if you do your 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 full move here, all right, put me there. It's fine with me. He'll he'll just keep keep moving down. Stormac, it's up to you. I'll I'll drop what I've got and I'll try to grapple this guy, um, because I don't really want to just walking dead him right in front of her. Um, so, <laughs> um, shit. Oh, this is not the time for a grapple. But, uh, yeah, here here we go. Yeah, here we are. Uh, ooh, natural 20 oh. for a 23. Excellent. And then the crit, con- the crit confirms with a 22. Uh, yeah, that's going to grapple. Sweet. So I just try to keep those chompers away from anybody, keep his claws... You know, I'm just like getting him in a full Nelson is my goal. <clears throat> yeah, so you get this zombie in a grasp and his rotting flesh is like squishing between your fingers. Ew. As his, you know, his face is like falling apart and he's gasping <laughs> at you and this is the rotting face of your good friend. Petrus Lorimer. Here, here's the problem that I have with that. Didn't they smash his face with a rock so that we couldn't use speak with dead on him? Oh yeah, he's got no bottom half of his mouth. It is completely like just falling like bits. His, you, you can see his top half of his jaw, and then there's like f- hanging flesh. But his eyes. Oh, his eyes. You'd know those eyes anywhere after the long nights you spent in Yonderhof together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Anyhow. Um, (laughs) Guys did canonically get really drunk together, so who knows? (laughs) Yeah, you've got him in a grapple. And it is Sidriel's turn. Sidriel, you just saw Kendra fall back against the wall screaming Stormac has the zombie in a grapple what do you do? How roughed up does Kendra look after getting swiped by the zombie? Uh she's got like a decent like gash on her shoulder um but she's not like bloodied 
if you would, if you will. Will you? Just emotionally bloodied. Would you please? Would you kindly? I was kind of grabbing, trying to help him down the hall. Like, don't, don't, don't look at the door, Kendra. Let's, let, let's go. Let Storm, Stormax got this. All right, so you're gonna bring her to the east down the hall? Yeah, like maybe around the corner or through the door to the side. Something just trying to like break her line of sight to the corpse of her father stumbling into the doorway. I'll say that you can move her half your speed along with yourself. Okay, so we can get up to that door. And I'll just try to keep myself positioned between her and me, or between the door and cool. her. She's kind of uh, uh, in a tiz. She's like gasping for air and crying, and but she's totally um, she's like, yes, uh, she goes along with you, pulling her back. And Flora, you are now able to get down to the stairs. Daisy is falling right behind you, wondering what's going on. So I'm down the stairs now? Yes. Use the pillow! The pillow! <laughs> um, Do you, is it the red pillow or the blue pillow? Uh, it's, it's the only pillow that she, that she sleeps with because she actually sleeps on the floor with just one of the pillows from the bed. Mm, so the red pillow. The red pillow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but no, she's not going to... So, so she gra- she's got the pillow in one hand and like her hairbrush in the other is the way I'm picturing this. Like she just kind of grabbed and that's what she ended up with. So nice. She, um, what's happening here? So Stor- Stormak has him grapple, like he's holding him? Yep. Yeah, so you come down and maybe you see Sidriel just going around the corner with Kendra and Stormak has uh, the zombie here that you also recognize from his garb as Petrus Lorimer. Uh, in sort of like a standing wrestle grab. Okay. Uh, so she's gonna just chuck the hairbrush at him. <laughs> it bounces off of uh, Petros's undead head. He barely seems to notice. That's fair. Ozil. <laughs> uh, you're at the bottom of the stairs. Flora just came up right behind you. What do you do? I mean, he's probably in shock a little bit, seeing um, his friend that, well, his acquaintance that he used to know, who should be dead, but I guess he shouldn't be that surprised. Um, He'll move up and attempt to stab him with the dagger in his hand. Okay. Yeah, roll and attack. Uh, that'll miss. <laughs> what is it? Uh, a five total. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's going to miss. <laughs> All right, but you come up and try and get in there, but Stormak and the zombie are just tussling back and forth, and it's a little hard to get a good shot in. And then it's Stormak's turn. You're in a grapple with a zombie. Yes. Uh, not the place to be. Um, I guess I should just try to inflict unarmed damage on him. Um, I think in order to do that, I need to maintain the grapple one more time. Alright, yeah. And then I think you can inflict damage as part of that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Alright, so I probably can't roll another 20, but here we go. Nope. 
An 11. That's a poopy roll. Um, For CM, against CMD, and it's not gonna do it. So you try to maintain the grapple, but he breaks free. Alright. You got a move action. Yeah. I'm not sure where he is on the map, but I'll five foot step away from him. All right, so you five foot step back after failing to maintain the grapple. Yes. And Sidriel, what do you do? Kendra is uh, kind of at your whims. Yeah, so I'll continue to move into the study, have her come in here. Um, I assume this is where Sidriel has been spending most of his time. His gear is in here somewhere. Yeah, down uh, down in the southwest room totally makes sense. I would say you could move Kendra in there and find it. And then, yeah, come down here and I, and I grab my gear and just tell her, I just just wait here. We'll get this figured out. And then, I'm assuming that's probably all my movement to like, get in there, find my bow. Right on. Yeah, I'll say you can move her in there and get your bow in your on your person as well. Flora, you're up next. You come down the stairs and see this happening. Daisy is right by your side. What do you do? Well, I did chuck my hairbrush, but now she's starting to come around, and she's like, fuck, why'd I do that? And, <laughs> um... That's covered in goop. Uh... She does not want to get involved without her stuff. So... Um. Flora, can you tell Daisy to trip him? I, yeah, I can, yeah. Or, Get him. or hit him with the pillow. <laughs> hit him with... <laughs> uh, yeah, Daisy will go grab a piece of him and, like, try to pull him over. Right? Alright, so roll an attack. I think, uh... Daisy gets a free grab on her attack, is that right? Does Daisy get a free grab on her attack? She gets a free trip on a successful uh, attack, but she could also just try to trip alone without... without, It's a a trip. I mean, maybe she doesn't want to bite into a zombie, but I don't know. However however you want to work it. She wouldn't know better. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is just... Get a toy. Get really. him. Get him then. Yeah. So I'm rolling. This is an attack that I'm rolling. Yep. A bite. Uh, okay. Sorry, I need to find her uh, skills. Oh no. my god! Take forever. Hey, <laughs> no, hey, kidding. hey! <laughs> bite. Okay, so sixteen. 16 is gonna hit. That's a hit. Uh, go ahead and roll damage, and then you get a free trip maneuver. Uh, which is gonna be your CMB uh, plus a d20. Wait. I don't know how a d4 works. Oh, there I'm okay. <laughs> well, there's four numbers on it. I found it. Shut up. Okay, so that was a one. <laughs> And for uh, what? Plus one. So uh, two. Two damage. damage. Yes. 
Alright, well, okay, cool. Two damage. First blood. And um, then you get to roll your CMB plus a D20 from Daisy uh, to try and trip. CMB is plus two. Uh, that is 12. Um, I'm sorry, what was the damage that you did? Uh, two. Brain fart? Okay. And then a 12 against CMB, CMD is not going to trip, unfortunately. So Daisy comes up and starts gnawing on the, um, the leg of this zombie and gets a, gets a little damage off, tries to pull the weight out from under him, but doesn't succeed. And now Kendra, uh, Kendra just like takes takes a, a spot in the corner and is just kind of like crying and be like, Citra, please, please deal with this. Oh my God, it's, it's my father. And she's being frantic. And then it's Ozil's turn. Um, okay. Uh, he's gonna take another slash with his dagger. Cause that's all he's got. Flagadash. Ooh, it's a natural one. Alright. Miss uh, Daisy pulls the zombie right out of your reach as you try to stab it. So right, we could get a little flanking going on here. Um, I mean, he probably wouldn't even do that. He's just, he's so weirded out by it. Yeah, it's a tense situation. It's all of your friend. He's dead. Fucked up. And your friend attacks you, Ozil, as he's you're trying to stab him. He's, uh, he breaks. He's broken free of the grapple with Stormak, and he looks to his next closest target, which is you. That's gonna be a fifteen. Oh yeah, that'll play. That hits. All well, right. he's not wearing armor. Yeah. Alright, that's just gonna be three damage. Oh man. Okay. Minimum damage. And then it is Stormax's turn. Oh boy. What are we supposed to do with this guy except for just destroy him, I guess. Um <clears throat> All right, I tried to grapple him. Hold on. Did he knock on the door? Maybe. <laughs> You're telling me that a zombie... Maybe he has like, some latent memory. Knocked on the door. I mean, that's how it sounded. Have you ever seen, like, Fido? It sounded like a knock. It could have just been a mindless bash. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just bumped into the door several times. <laughs> As he was trying to, you know, get in. Alright, so Stormak is gonna do a five foot step in, diagonally. Uh, he, that's as far as he can get. If uh, Ozil had moved five feet, he could have gotten flanking. Uh, but uh, he'll move in and he'll very carefully uh, with one fist just try to give this guy two jabs right in the right in the 
right in the bridge of the nose, right, right in the right between the eyes here. Um, so, Oof. so uh, flurry, right in the money yeah, maker. Flurry of blows. Here, here we go. Oh, an eight and a five. Oh. Trash. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. No bueno. This is the quickest zombie you've ever seen. <laughs> As he's just deftly dodging your attacks without even trying. He's like Jackie Chan in Drunken Master. Oy. And, um, Sidril, you're up. You got your bow. I made a path there for you. Okay, so Sidriel's gonna come running around this corner. Um, so what is the, like, narratively how to harrow cards work? Um, so you can use them, um, like a, like a fucking magic card. So like, they have, uh, narratively, um, we, we don't talk about it. Uh, because it, it, yeah. Okay, well, because uh, the reason I ask is because Sidereal has this hero card that will let him channel 2d6 points of positive energy through his touch. Sidereal sees Lorimer, and, like, he doesn't want to kill him, he wants yeah. to like, put him to rest, and maybe he remembers the hero card and pulls it out, and somehow that channels positive energy into his hand. Awesome. Yeah, so you channel positive energy that cures a creature touched of an amount of damage equal to 1d6 times your character level. This affects damages on dead creatures as spells like Cure Light Wounds. Yeah. yeah that's you gave totally, him, uh, narratively, the, the one that channels positive energy? It seems weird. Um, right on. Don't be jealous. Well, it's fine. I think we drew him at random. It wasn't, like, handed out specifically. No, he did hand them out specifically. Yeah, so now Sidriel has the ability to channel positive energy forever and is more of a cleric than... And, uh, yeah, and now Phrasma had decided that uh, Sidriel should be his next cleric. Wes, I, as, a, I as a gentleman, you should just forego that channeling and uh, nerf yourself. I mean, that's the only thing to do. Just kidding. It's the Ozil thing to do. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's cool because I'm on Orc Ferocity right now, so it's all good. No, you have one hit point left. No, I'm nerfing it down to zero. Oh, come on. All right, a, so, no, you're going to use your card. Your hero card allows you, to, yes, uh, to channel positive energy through a touch attack, right? That is correct. So I still have to close the distance and touch him before I... Okay. Um, and you can't do that on this turn? Um, I, I guess it depends on what kind of... I'm assuming it's a standard action. Uh, yeah. To do my hero... Or is hero card like a bonus thing I can do on my turn? I feel like it's... It might be kind of situational. Um, this one sounds like a standard action to me, though. Okay, that's, that's how I was assuming it. So then, yeah, I, I can move to here, pull it out, and then channel the energy. I assume it works like Cure Light Wounds, where I can hold on to the channel, hold on to the spell until I actually discharge it through a touch. So, um, the way it actually reads in the rules, and, and we're going by the book on this, from the player's guide, um, by, uh, da, 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 you may play at any time to benefit yourself or a, a fellow player. Um, 
Oh, so it's just an automatic thing. So I could spend two move actions. Yeah, close that's, the distance. That's what it's looking like to me. Card. That's what it's looking okay, like to so me. Th- th- that's what I like to do. Yeah, well, I want to close all the distance. So I'm pulling the hero card out, and as I get in, like I guess I like press the hero card up against him. Nice. Yeah, this is the hero card that he Remember. gave you in his will. Remember who you are, Professor. Stand down. As I smack him with the. Uh, and that's 2d6? Oh, I have to make a touch attack first. Ooh, yeah, alright. Let's do that. Melee touch attack. That is a... Uh... 12 or something? I don't know what my BAB is. Sorry if everything will have a second here. I'll tell you right now. It's a 10. Okay, so that, that's gonna hit. So yeah, now it's gonna be 2d6 positive energy. Roll that beautiful bean footage. He's gonna take 6 points of positive energy damage. Nice. Yeah, and you press this card against him, and this white light flies across him and just singes half of his body. And he um, he's looking very worse for wear, but he's barely still standing. Laura, what do you do? It's you moan as a standard action. <laughs> It sounded like a full uh, round moan. <laughs> that was a good moan. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what she would do. She's got a pillow. She's in her pajamas. And it's like you guys are surrounding this guy. And lights are flashing. And it's raining outside. <laughs> what would Daisy do? Thunder flashes. <laughs> what, what does Daisy do? Daisy's just happy to be involved. She's right there. She could take an attack. Another trip attempt. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. Why not? She could do that. that makes sense. She was already biting the zombie. It makes sense she would keep trying. Yeah, she's still biting him. She's into that. She likes biting stuff. It's one of her favorite things. She doesn't know Professor Lorne. Um, that's 15? Ooh, that hits. Four. Now that I know how it works, that is four there plus you go. one. You just, so five. You just count count the numbers. Thanks, John. <laughs> five damage, solid. Daisy does get a solid chew off on this zombie's leg, and she's just biting the flesh off of it, and it's like comes down to one knee almost, and. It, got hand out stretched and Kendra cowers in study Ozel uh, you're up can, next can Daisy get her trip attempt oh yeah Daisy gets a free trip attempt because she did hit with the attack what am I rolling uh, CMD or CMB plus, plus a D20 Combat maneuver bonus. That is eight. Eight is not enough no. to trip the zombie, unfortunately. Uh, so we will move on to Ozel, who has one hit point left. Has been trying to stab the zombie, his old friend, with a dagger. What does he do? Wait, Ozel has one hit point. Mm-hmm. Well, he's gonna try again. 
If you took a five foot step, you get a plus two with flanking. Uh, it's gonna miss. By how much? Even with flanking. No, he didn't. He didn't move. <laughs> By how much does it well, miss? Well, it's a a lot, probably. It's a five total. Okay. Yep, that's a miss. A seven would have hit. But... <laughs> Zombie's turn. The zombie uh, feels suddenly drawn towards Sidriel. Is going to attack him. That's a natty 18. I think that's going to hit, huh? Yeah, 18 will Alright, so, he does. That's 10 points of bludgeoning damage. And, the Stormax turn. Okay, let's put the poor professor out of his misery. <clears throat> Take a five foot step in order to achieve flanking with Ozil, who also is armed with a dagger. And I will pull out my monk wave blade. I'm never without the little weird curved knife. <clears throat> and I'm going to attempt to uh, I think I can do a five foot step and a flurry of blows. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to get him with the knife. Uh, preferably like right. in the back of the head. Try, try to take him down uh, quietly. Ugh. Here we go. That is a nat 20 on the die for a 23 to hit. Uh, crit confirms with a 17. And then the second... Yeah, so yeah. I guess I take him down. I guess you describe your kill. Uh, I try to do it as simply and humanely as possible. Just get him in the brain and then ease his body on down to the ground. So a slice in the head? Yep. Like a stab in yep. the head? And I and, and, and I don't do the second attack. That's unnecessary. I'll just do the one, and then I'll ease him on down to the to, to the um, carpet. Filthy, filthy car- you, front door carpet. You, you ease him on down as he slowly fades from animation, and all you can hear now is the rain and Kendra's weeping from the room. Uh, next to you. I feel terrible. Ugh, this is awful. Roll this is now. awful. <laughs> how, how did this? How did this happen? We we must examine the body. I I uh. I, I lay him down. Yeah, you lay him down, and and it is Professor Lorimer's body. Yeah, so you kind of like acknowledge, you know, religion, arcana, anything like that. Like, no, no, Daisy, no, no, stop, stop fighting him now. It's no, it's inappropriate now. The fight is over. She's Daisy. trying so hard. No, no, Daisy, good, good girl, good girl. She wants a piece um, of that zombie. No, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll fix you. I'll fix you dinner soon, Daisy. But <laughs> this is important. 
We check out the body. Yeah, uh, it is Professor Lorimer's body, exactly how you had buried it. Um, Sidriel, you you maybe you detect magic uh, or or try knowledge arcana, all that, and you know you don't sense any residual like magics. Like this wasn't a spell cast. Um, there's nothing on his person. He's just this muddy, wet corpse of your good friend. Is there a like a shed outside, some sort of barn, garage, any sort of storage outside we could put him in? A green box. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, there's like a, a little garden shed outside. Uh, Stormac will uh, uh, carry him gently out there and attempt to, uh, with, with everyone's permission. Uh, with your permission, I think we should take him outside. I, I will I will I will be the one to carry him if he, he's my, my strength is damaged, but I can still do this. Sorry if this is maybe a little macabre, but I think we should possibly bind him when you put him out there. I mean, he's already gotten up once. Yes, I will I will secure him thoroughly. And Stormac will, will pick him up uh, and carry him out there, tie him up with whatever we've got out there, rope, chains, preferably, and then also try to lock the door. Uh, yeah, you do that fairly easily, and um, as you come back in, Kendra's uh, kind of coming out of the study, and she's crying, and she's, <laughs> what, what, what was that? Why, why is this happening? Down, Daisy, down, Daisy. Oh, Daisy, give me that bone. No. <laughs> she goes running down the hall with a leg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but we need to talk to the sheriff. Um, I've I've got uh, something cooking. <laughs> I've I've got something in the oven. I'll be right. <laughs> he'll go tend to <laughs> he'll go tend to the food he's got cooking. Um, and she'll like just she's quietly like kind of hand over her face. She's weeping to herself, and uh, she's like. <laughs> Thank, thank you all. Thank you. And and she goes into the other room um, to be by herself. Um, it is the evening time. You are all mostly rested, except for Ozil. Um, you figure out what you want to do uh, with the rest of the evening or with the rest of the next day. Um, I'm gonna go pee. And also grab a beer. I'll be right back. Uh, everyone, come in the kitchen here. I, I, I suggest we all eat and go back to bed and sleep till the, tomorrow. Were we not planning to go to the, um... 
We were gonna go try to use the Ouija board. Uh, or wasn't that the point of waking up at night? Was going back there at night? We had talked about it. Um, I'm pretty beat up. Yeah, I think I'm pretty fucked Both, up. Both, like, strength damage and health. I'm not sure if I'm trying to go pucks around in the middle of the night. Yeah. And Surat said that Ozil's out. Out? Well, he doesn't want to go tonight. Oh. Oh, okay. That- and, um- well, I, I have a grand total of one hit point. Um, I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck it. Who cares? No. No, no, no. Uh, I, I care. Come have a, have a good dinner. Uh, I'm actually making breakfast and lunch for dinner. Come on. Come. It'll be fun. Sit your big ass down over here, Mr. Broad Tusks. All right. I mean, sure. He'll, he'll go over there. Yes, silence. We're eating. <laughs> this sort of thing. Don't you role play away your <laughs> excuses? I feel like silence is an appropriate thing after seeing the guy who we all buried come back to life. Yeah, how's everybody feeling about that? Character wise. Yeah. Yeah, not good. Um, so, this sort of thing, I don't know much about it, but it doesn't just happen on its own, right? Someone did this. Someone is responsible. And is there any knowledge check you might want for like what we know about what how zombies now normally come back? Like, is it like someone casts a spell? Is it like latent magic in the area? Just from everything that's been going on. Uh, you know, the zombies have been rising from this graveyard uh, for a few days now. And as far as you can tell, it's it's just this latent kind of force coming from the prison and, and the spirits there. It's just a whole pet cemetery thing, huh? Your, your plan was to go back there tonight and uh, try to talk to Lorimer's spirit, I think, with the Ouija board. Yeah, and then you eat the shit out of us, so. Seems like Lorimer's spirit's right here. Honestly, yeah. His body sure enough is. Back in the shed. Chained up. <laughs> I I don't I don't know how these things work. Will this board this this spirit board will it work here with his body or does it need to be where he, he died, or... How do these things work? You're not really sure. Uh, um... Let's... Where's where's Kendra? We should... We should all be here together. Uh, you can find her, and she's kind of sitting by herself, kind of being sad and just not really taking it very well uh, that her father came back here tonight. Kendra, Kendra, come come join us. Come join us. You shouldn't be alone. Yeah, yes, okay. Uh, yes, thank you. This is all just very difficult. 
and uh, she'll join you in in the um, kind of dining room fireplace area. What do you do? You have any idea what's going on here? Seems just just be getting worse and worse. Everything in town. This the undead. Oh, what is going on? I'm not a very intelligent man, he says as he's making food, serving up plates. Mm -hmm. But I watch people, and I and I see things. Uh, the professor was interested in this sort of undead thing. And he willed his book to... And I'm looking, but I don't know if I can find it. Oh, Adivian Adrissant. He gave his his most prized spellbook to that man, which probably had some of that type of necromancy in it. But the man threw the book away. Yes, Mr. Adrissant, uh, he's a fine fellow, uh... I, I wouldn't imagine him to be ever interested in that sort of thing. Uh, him and my father were colleagues uh, long ago. Uh, why does why does a learned man throw a book away? Uh, because it's a copy, it's a duplicate, it's redundant. He already knows this type of magic, I propose. And uh, the good professor's spellbook was... Would, would have been redundant in his collection. I, I, I think this Adivian Edrisant is not a good man. Didn't he leave town right after the funeral? Yes, he he's, hasn't been here for, for some time. Uh, and uh, while h him and my father were colleagues, it, it wouldn't surprise me that he would have much of the knowledge my father did. To be honest, I, I had kind of imagined he had threw the book away because of the secret code my father had encrypted it with, uh, with the one that me and Sidriel here had, had worked on cracking re most recently. Why would he will it to the guy without telling him the code? Mm. It's, it's curious indeed. They might just be those kind of colleagues, give him a challenge. Perhaps. My father was one to be quite mysterious, but uh, I would never think him one to do anything without a reason. Mr. Adjacent has been a, a family friend for some time, though, and I've, I would never suspect him of anything <laughs> so devious. And he's back in Leopardstad by now. Or so he wants us to think. I, I think whatever we're looking for, if the answers are somewhere in the studies of the professor and in the basement of that prison. Yes, it sounds like you've all uncovered some rather dark things there. I dare not ask too much, but hope that you are successful in, in whatever it is you are uncovering there. I fear I may need to get some rest. Here, take this sandwich. 
Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> How about this egg in the train time? <laughs> yes, of course. Did you bring this from home? Um, but yeah, she takes a sandwich, takes an egg, she goes up to her room, she's a little troubled, off-put, but she's okay. Her wounds were not that bad. Um, what are you all going to do? I propose we eat and go back to sleep. Rest for a while, you kick the shit out of us. I didn't. Not that many options. Okay. So you want to rest tonight? And what about in the morning? Any plans? Well, uh, but before we head off to bed, uh, we're all in our pajamas here. What do you say we try to use this spirit board right here and now? And if it doesn't work today, then we'll use it again tomorrow. Aren't we supposed to be near where somebody died? Well, we we honestly don't know. Let's give it a try. Come on, it'll be fun. Take your sandwiches. Join me. Yeah, we we just made that assumption. It was never like written anywhere. Uh. I get out the spirit board. I put down the the little. So you can do it in the kitchen here. Um, or, or in the living room where, uh, or I mean, in the front room where where we just took down his corpse. I don't know. But you took his body back to the shed out back. Um, how big's the shed out back? Should we go to the shed? I, I, I don't know what we're supposed to be doing here, guys. What, you t- somebody tell me I'm just... Just a hype man. I'm just trying to motivate us to do something. I, I don't think it particularly matters. I don't... I mean, we can do it in the shed. That's fine. Or in the front room. Then I don't think it really matters. Alright, we'll do it in the house. Okay. So you pull out the spirit board. It's a long, smooth, wooden board with all the letters of the alphabet spelled out on it, as well as yes, no, and numbers 0, 1 through 9. Um, as far as you guys could find out from looking up in the books about it with Kendra recently, you, you're you supposed to, everyone involved, place your fingers lightly upon the planchet's surface, this little brass planchet, a triangle with like a piece of glass in the center so you can see through it, seeing what letter it is standing above. You all place your fingers lightly upon it and concentrate on it. Uh, for several rounds, we'll say, while it attunes itself to the ambient spirits in the area. Two d6 rounds. We're not in a time crunch right now, so it doesn't matter, but after this time, the planchet will begin to slowly slide in random patterns across the board uh, and will answer questions. You get one question per day with this specific kind of planchet. So, if you all stand around and place your fingers on it and ask it a question, it will presumably, cons- uh, depending on what ambient spirits are in the area around you, will be answered by one of them. 
<laughs> Can we say that we had this conversation right before we started? Um. Yeah, no, I, this is like the information that you got uh, like the other night when you were reading about it. Um, should we, what should we ask, guys? And girls? Uh, I mean, we have no way of knowing what spirit we're talking to, right? Should we just ask, are you Professor Lorimer? I don't think. I think we also don't know if the spirit's telling the truth or not. Or the, so. I mean, if we ask it, "Are you Professor Lorimer?" If we then channel again tomorrow, we don't know that we're even talking to the same yeah. spirit. So I think asking, "Are you Professor Lorimer?" I don't think that's. I guess I don't get the well, point. Well, of asking I'm question. sorry, Sidril. What do you propose? I feel like it's. I, I didn't have one yet. I was just trying to understand if there was a reason what we were getting at there. I, we get, I, I don't know. What, what do you got? So it seems like you guys are under the at least presumption that perhaps Professor Lorimer's spirit will be around here since it's his house and his body was just here. Um, so, I mean, what would you want to ask Professor Lorimer? You're right, though. Um, there is a chance that it might not be Professor Lormer, or that it may be lying. Um, but that's just kind of part of the chance. There's still a book in his study we haven't been able to get into, right? It had some kind of like weird triangular keyhole we haven't found a key for. Mm-hmm. Do we want to ask where the key to that book is? Yeah. That's not a half bad idea. Why not? Okay, so what do you do? I mean, uh, uh, spooky seance stuff. Yeah, we put our we sit around the board awkwardly and kind of like giggle at each other. Like this feels stupid. Light as a feather, stupid as the board. Light as a feather, stupid as the board. Yeah. Exactly. There we go. There we go. Und Zen. And then you wait for something to happen, right? Like. You just put your fingers there and say light as a feather, stiff as a board? <laughs> um, and, and then somebody asks the question. Which is? Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> okay, you both put your fingers on the board and you ask it... What? In the study... There's a book with a triangular keyhole we have not been able to open. Where is the key for that book? So you all focus, and you have your fingers on this board, and you're focusing, and you ask this question out loud. And you see some of the candle life in the room and the fireplace start to flicker. <sighs> there's almost like a breeze rolls through the room and the planchet starts to move I believe we need a will save from everybody I was gonna say if this is anything like you know your elementary school experiences with the Ouija board somebody's immediately gonna pull their hands off and be like I don't want to play anymore 
<laughs> that that's what happens when mm-hmm. you fail the will save. <laughs> uh, everybody that's touching the planchet, give me a will save. Seventeen on the die for a twenty total. Oh, there it is. Seven. Five. Thirteen. We got a five and a seven. Ouch. So, the uh, planchet starts to move. It moves to the letter D. Then the letter A. Then the letter R. And then Flora lets go of the planchet and is overwhelmed by some force and becomes confused and is unable to continue and she's just like kind of babbling to herself (laughs) hitting herself in the head and then it goes to the letter A letter M letter I and then Father Ozel Ozel Broadtusk, sorry, is forced off of the planchet, and his head starts hurting, and he starts babbling incoherently and hitting his head against the wall. Then the letter M, I, N, D. You recognize this word as the name of the judge in Leopardstad that you were to deliver these books to. And probably no one knows that except for Lorimer. Lorimer is the only person that would know that you were supposed to deliver these books to Daramond other than everyone else that was at the will reading. <laughs> <laughs> Did I spell it yeah. wrong? <laughs> you you just... gave us you gave us M I twice. <laughs> Go fuck. So whatever. Dare moment. I tried. I stopped myself to talk and then I forgot. It's okay. Ghosts can't spell very well. Um. But yeah, you asked about the key. Open that book, and Derriamond was the word that came out. Okay, well, at least we know we should bring that book with us to Leopardstad when we head there. Flora and Ozel, you're for like a good half a minute, you've got a terrible headache and flowing constant unrecognizable thoughts through your head, and you just can't see straight. But after 30, 40 seconds, it starts to calm down, and you come to after they've finished the sands. Flora did not like that. So you guys got a question spent. Uh, one a day. You can ask one question from one spirit once a day. With this yeah, spirit. see, that was productive. What time is it? It was like 9 p.m.? It's, it's about, like, yeah, 9.30, 10 o'clock. And um, from as far as you can tell, you were able to contact Professor Lorimer's spirit from this room. Um, 
Unless it was the spirit of someone else at the will reading. And as far as you know, none of them are dead. As far as we know. So what you're telling us is that the answer to the question that we just asked was given at the will reading, which we were all at, so we all should have known the answer already. Well, kind of, yeah. You shouldn't have known it. Uh, you were tasked to bring that book to Dermond. Um, what you asked <laughs> was who has the key to that book. Um, so, yes and no. Gotcha. But, now you know this thing works, uh, maybe, potentially. But don't let me tell you what you know. Um, but... It was all in our subconscious. Since we already knew that, then the will save, we were strong enough to bring that out from our own subconscious. Uh, Okay, it's getting late. Let's go to bed. So, I imagine you guys all get some rest and you're, you're trying to wake up in the morning, fresh day. Everybody's on the same schedule. Yes. Um, what are you planning on doing on the next day? Uh, you know, the day after tomorrow is the Day of Bones, which Father Ozel has expressed he wants to observe and help uh, Grimborough with and whatnot, the festivities. Um, what do you want to do for this day? Uh, we need to talk to the sheriff about the zombie corpse of Lorimer in the shed and we need to check in on the owner of Old River uh, get that dog home see if the owner is still alive and um, and we need a big breakfast once again and so he goes back to that Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go to the bathroom all right. Uh, see if there's anywhere else where we can enter some bodies securely, um, or if the yeah, or if the priests of Phrasma can cast gentle repose on bodies before we put them in the ground. You're looking for a place to enter bodies, like uh, Lorimer's body. I mean, specifically, but in general, just hey, is there a place we can put bodies where they won't get back out of the ground? Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, uh, many people are will be interred uh, as part of the Day of Bones. I can only hope that they stay in the ground. We don't really have anywhere else to put them. Sounds like a ticking clock. But you go to the sheriff and you want to talk to him about um, what happened? Yeah. What do you say? Um, if, if uh, is anyone going with me? Oh, okay. I'm gonna go uh, to the sheriff and tell him about this event uh, that happened in his town. Uh, does anyone want to come with me? Yes. Is Old River going to come with us? Yes, we want to check on... Um, we want to check on his his human. Um, 
I mean, do you even know who owns that yes, guy? Yes, I'm trying to yeah, look on, on the, I'm trying to look on the uh, Vashian Hearthmount. Yeah, the councilman who read Lorimer's work. Yes, try to keep up, Ozil. Uh, do you want to come with us, Mr. Broadtusk? Sure, let's go talk to the sheriff. Let's go. Sidriel, what, what are you doing? You're going to go what you want to do. All right. Nobody's forcing you. You can do what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're off to see the sheriff. The wonderful sheriff of Raven Grove. And you go there, and uh, as you pass through the... Um, it's actually starting to clear up rain-wise. Um, it's still a little cloudy uh, this morning, uh, but just kind of misting, not so much raining anymore. And uh, you get to the town square, and Old River, the dog, um, goes immediately to the gazebo and kind of curls up in the center of the gazebo. Does he look happy or sad or anything? Um, he looks content. Um, that's where you've seen him almost every time you've okay, seen that's him. Okay, that's his... has been in this gazebo, and it seems like it's that's kind his of spot. spot. All right. Uh, good boy there. Um... Uh, um, uh, for, I'm sorry, for, from our resting, um, if I knock one off the strength damage, I got a double. I, I, yep, you knock uh, one off. I got a double rest, any actually. Any ability damage. Yeah, go All knock right, two thank off. Thank you. And then, um, yeah, and you get your level back, I believe, in HP. Right on. And. As you head toward the jail, uh, where you expect Sheriff Collar to be, uh, he kind of just comes out the front door um, and is a little surprised to see you. And he's like, ah, there you are. I was wondering what happened to you. Did you find anything out at the prison? I feel like we stopped and talked with him on the way back from the prison last time. Yeah, that might have happened. Um, <laughs> so, so nothing more than nothing more um, than. Yeah, okay, so um, we 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 give him a, a, a debriefing on the zombie Lorimer situation. Do you want to get into any luck on that town murderer that I've been asking for your help with? <laughs> Oh, no. Nothing, not at all. Big surprise. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. He touches base with you uh, and asks you if you found anything and uh, if you've got any ideas or suggestions. What's up? Um. Shit. Sorry, um, it's getting late for me. My brain has officially stopped working. Okay. Nope. Sorry, Sheriff. Um, um, nope. No ideas. <laughs> uh, sorry, bud. Uh, you trying to call it, Meg? Is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I'm not 
participating very well and I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't mind following that. Let's maybe have a game plan coming into it next week uh, so we can try and push through some stuff. I know that's there's not much of a game plan you can have, but uh, try and maybe... You're talking about investigating this murder. Maybe you think about how you might do that. That would be good. Um, but no, I'm I'm tired too. It, nobody is hating on you for that, and you have kids, so that must suck. <laughs> <laughs> Worst decision of my life. <laughs> Your life is gross. Whatever, my kids are amazing. You're just jealous. Well, <laughs> I could, I could beat them up if I wanted to. I mean, yeah, that's saying. that's probably true. <laughs> well, I don't know. Quinn's pretty never scrappy. Beat up your kids, <laughs> unless he came at me first, then I would be totally justified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good shit.